health naturally. It is so easy to get your question through to Dennis Stewart. 49216216. We will be talking about red wine and its benefits when used sensibly, but we're also taking your calls. Karen has rung in from Taralba, and Karen, you've got a problem with shingles, is that right? Uh, it's a friend of mine, actually. She's in Foster, and uh, she's having some problems with uh, shingles around on her chest, and her bra is irritating it. And I just wondered if there was anything... Oh, she's had the antivirals, yes. the oral antivirals, yes. but just if there's anything that she yes. can use to soothe it. Karen, there's a couple of things that um, you could pass on to your dear friend. Um, I'm presuming at this stage that she's gone beyond the blistery phase of the condition and that she's experiencing what is frequently referred to as post-herpatic neuralgia, which, is, right. which yes. is a painful after-effect of the herpes virus that she's experiencing. Um, first up, I always think of the pharmaceutical product, which has helped quite a few people, and that's called Zostrix, Z-O-S-T-R-I-X. I think that's how you spell it. It has a, a useful role to play, and many people that I've uh, referred that product to have got benefit from it. Some um, say that it tends to burn. Um, my experience in actually using that product myself for another condition is that the burn sometimes can be rather transitory, but each case is different because it's in an area... Uh, on the trunk, so to speak, uh, as opposed to something around the eyes or or face, I would think that Zostrix would still be worthwhile giving mm-hmm. a go. It's available over the counter from the pharmacist, mm-hmm. and the pharmacist could give further advice as to how to apply it and what to look for. That's principle. Oh, that's the first thing I think of. Uh, the second thing is, uh, and I mentioned it last week, for those that can't tolerate Zostrix, there's an option that's sometimes effective, and that is the oil of St. John's wort. Mm-hmm. So St. John's wort is a herb. In fact, it's a weed of plague proportions in this country, but it has remarkable uh, therapeutic properties, and frequently the oil um, that is based um, on St. John's wort can bring about a useful, a useful uh, mollifying of the condition. Uh, many patients that I've recommended it to come back and say, look, um, it lessened the intensity and gave me time to work through. So there are two options, the infused oil of St. John's wort or the use of Zostrix. Um, I'm sure where she is in Foster, she'd be able to get those things. I'm sure there's a herbalist in Foster that could um, provide the oil of St. John's wort. If she Mm -hmm. can't get it, she can always contact my rooms at Alma Road, and, of course, the pharmacist could give advice on Zostrix. That, that might help her. Okay. Thanks very much, Dennis. I Thank appreciate that. I'll pass that on to her. Thank, Thank you, you, Karen. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for your call, Karen. And Ellen now has rung in on 49216216 from Charlestown. Uh, a question about fertility, Ellen. Yes. Hi there, Dennis. Hello, um, Ellen. I'm, hi there. Yeah. I'm 43, uh, and I'm trying to get mm-hmm. pregnant with my partner, uh-huh. um, a Chinese doctor I went to for acupuncture mm. told me I had a cold uterus. Um, my period only lasts for two days. Mm. Um, and on top of that, I ha- I've had an initial consultation with a fertility doctor um, who said there's only a 5% chance of women aged 43 falling pregnant with their own eggs. 
Uh, look, uh, I, I hear that statement a lot, Ellen, and, and I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'm in a situation where uh, most of the people, well, not, I won't say most, but many of the people that I've been able to help over the years with fertility have been to see me because this is uh, the prognosis that's been given to them. This is the advice that's been given to them. And many of them, in fact, who have pursued uh, pregnancy uh, have not succeeded where it's put to them that, yep. that their age is against them. Um, I in no wise uh, go into controversy on this. All that I would say is that my uh, rates of benefit are significant in helping couples uh, conceive who mm-hmm. have been given this advice. Not, right. not always, but again, I come back to the point and say that I would see a disproportionately large percentage of couples who are in your bracket of concern who, yep. are, who have gone on uh, to conceive uh, naturally. Sure. And uh, I would not uh, in, in any way at all discourage you because I think there's evidence uh, there to, um, to support that. Um, sure. And... Um, I can only say that using uh, Western herbs, which are well documented in, in both our literature and our tradition, um, if you are keen to pursue it, I would encourage you uh, to give it a go and I can discuss instances and show you examples. Yeah, um, I had two mm, questions mm, on top of that. Mm. Um, is there any herbal formula to improve my chances or improve the quality of my eggs? I believe that... What would you recommend I take, or do you have a formula? Well, well, I have a a reproductive or a fertility formula that I've lectured on all around Australia and in New Zealand. Um, Now, this is not in any way at all a guarantee for fertility, but it's the formula that I have developed over my 40 years of prescribing, which has helped many people, and it is based on a selection predominantly of, of American herbs, some of which... Uh, scarce to get, but which are, d- are well documented. Uh-huh. So I, I would uh, I would be seeing those herbs that I use uh-huh. um, having a good reputation and with good possibilities of optimising your chances. Again, I would say that anyone that guarantees you success, I put a question mark beside. Sure. I, would, I would certainly stay in the ballpark of your sure. of your gynaecologist, and if, okay. if I were you. I would uh, discuss with her or him uh, the discussion that we have had. Sure. And, and then if you're wanting to pursue that, I'd be happy uh, to consult you at my rooms. Um, sure. Again, again, I come back to the point and say that we see a disproportionately large percentage of couples uh, who have been given this advice and who indeed many of them have not succeeded in pregnancy after having been given this advice, but who choose sure. to use my fertility formula, and quite a few of those have gone on uh, sure. to achieve. Can, mm. can I ask, can I purchase mm. this formula? Can look, you leave look, it for look, me to purchase? Look, I think, I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's unethical because right. each, each case... Oh, each case is different. Each case is different. And right. I, th- I think we would be reducing herbal medicine to oh, just... Oh, right, a, a, okay, a, sure. So no, would, I mean, if you could make one up for me, which I could collect, well, that's what here, I mean. here again, I think because of this situation, it'd be much better uh, for me to consult 
so that I can determine if it is appropriate to prescribe what I would intend to prescribe. And Len, um, you're talking about shingles. You've rung in from Swansea. Uh, yes, Jane. Um, I've had uh, shingles for uh, approximately two and a half years. Um, now, I was fortunate. Mine only went from my spine all the way around under my arm around to the front of my chest. It has over the years receded. And I found uh, many months ago the only relief I've tried um, quite a few things, including your remedy, Dennis, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But, but I tried lavender spray and of a morning they're particularly aggressive when you get up mm-hmm. and uh, you, I spray some lavender spray oh, it's only under my arm now mm-hmm. and uh, almost immediate relief um, and that's the only thing over the two and a half years that has ever helped me well that's great feedback what I will uh, what I will do um, then is, is look into that and find out what the the chemistry of lavender oil is that could yes. explain that could explain that analgesic effect. Many many herbs, as you would appreciate, uh, contain aromatic substances or essential oils, as we call them, and uh, lavender is one of them. Uh, lavender is, as you know, uh, renowned for multiple benefits, particularly for things like anxiety and stress, which give the hint that there may be something there that is of neurological benefit. So I'll look into that. And if I can find an explanation as to how and why it works, I'll mention it on, on the program, Len. And, uh, but uh, we, we do appreciate you ringing in because this is a wretched condition, as you would, would agree. And uh, anything that alleviates is worthwhile mentioning. And we do appreciate and we'll get back to you and let you know what we have found out about it. Thank you, Len. Good on you. Thanks for your call, Len. 49216216. We'll get your question through to Dennis Stewart. Jeff has rung in from Berkeley Vale. What do you call it, Berkeley Vale? That's it, Berkeley Vale. Berkeley yeah. Vale. A question on hyperostosis, yes? Yeah, hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm well, Jeff. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, yeah, I have hypoostosis in my shin and my neck. Yes. Um, which is you know, very painful, but. Uh, all I'm taking at the moment is a uh, is an anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. um, which does help. Um, mm-hmm. If I if I don't take one of the morning by the afternoon, it is it is very painful. You know, I'm just trying to work out if there's something else I can take or or, or put on it or do something to okay. to ease it without taking the anti-inflammatory. You know. Well, look, if the anti-inflammatory, if used wisely and under your doctor's direction, is it's probably not going to cause you a lot of distress. But having said that. I'll recommend a couple of things that might be worthwhile trying. Uh, yep. The first thing that I would do is try the topical preparation, Stiff Sore and Sorry, uh, yep. which, which we frequently mention and which I had somewhat to do with in, in, in developing it. Um, it's useful as a topical agent and has a good clinical and, and credible basis behind it, um, yep. use, using it regularly may participate in subduing some of the discomfort. Outside of that, you then have to look at what credible substances exist in natural medicine that have proven anti-inflammatory and perhaps even analgesic characteristics. And interestingly, interestingly, um, there are a couple of them. Um, The oldest one, of course, is is the common willow bark. 
Mm-hmm. Now, willow bark tea, uh, which I have developed in conjunction with curcumin, those, yep. those two have a very good reputation. Willow bark going way back to the time of the Greeks and curcumin, yep. of, curcumin of course, being derived from turmeric, going way back in Ayurvedic medicine uh, to the writings of the Vedas, which is a couple of thousand years before Christ. That's a fair way back. It yeah. is indeed. Yeah. Look, what I'd suggest you do, I have a preparation that I call curcumin complex, which is, mm-hmm. which is based on curcumin, willow bark, and bromelain. And that, yeah. that is a very useful and inexpensive and very mm-hmm. safe product. You'd have to come into the rooms at Alma Road to pick it up across the counter. But if, you, yeah. if, if you're asking for something that um, I have developed that, that works and has a credible basis, because mm-hmm. let me emphasize to listeners, there's a lot of stuff out there that, in my opinion, isn't credible. But yeah. Yeah. This, this was developed for my clinical use, is not available yeah. over the counter, but can be procured yeah. from my rooms. I would suggest that the curcumin willow bark combination with bromelain taken orally and the use of the uh, stiff sore and sorry is a topical preparation. Yeah, well, I, I just want to try and, and uh, try something different yes, than, than taking yes. an anti-inflammatory twice a day. You Look, know, I, I appreciate that, and that's why I'm in the game, so to speak. Yep. But but yep. you also know that I'm very fair and appreciative of modern mm-hmm. medicine and pharmacy. But in your particular yep. in your particular case, I think you've got a good chance of doing well on that combination yeah. of curcumin, willow bark and bromelain from my rooms and also stiff sore and sorry, which interestingly is also available from my rooms at Alma Road. Peter, now you've got a question about Golden Staff and you've rung in from Mayfield, Peter. Hello, Dennis. Hello, um, Peter. I'm, how are you? I'm well, indeed. How are you, Peter, with that condition? Uh, no, it, it's not m- myself, it's my mother. Okay, um, okay. La- last year, I think it was, you were talking about a herbal treatment for golden staff. Um, I think it had golden seal and clivers and something else. Okay. Peter, with um, golden staff, what I mean, I'd, I'd have to ask you to start with, uh, how is your mother affected? Is it, is, it a, is it a wound or is it a systemic infection that she has? Uh, it was um, was in her spine. Okay, and she's suffering a lot of um, back pain from it. And is it, that was approximately a year ago. Okay, and is mum on antibiotic medication? She's been on Lyrica daily since yes. then. Yeah. Any any antibiotic therapy that's been given to her? Oh, when when she was in hospital. Yes, yeah. and she's not on antibiotic therapy presently. I don't think so, no. Okay, but the, the the staph infection is still active? Yeah, yeah. And presumably she's being monitored very well uh, by a GP or even a specialist? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good, that's good. Look, um, anyone that trivialises a golden staph infection is, is not worthwhile listening to. However, however, in herbal medicine, there are a number of herbs that are used uh, to support the body's own resistance mechanisms in seeking to do a better fight against this than what perhaps is happening already. These herbs that I'm talking about cannot be considered to be competitive antibiotics. They are not. But what they tend to do is they tend to support the patient's immune system and some of them have a reputation for addressing chronic infections. 
Um, Now, I'll give you a list of such herbs. Um, If you are going to use them on your dear mother, I would suggest that you run it past your medical advisors and let them know what I have said and what herbs you're talking about in order to get their, their nod because I don't know what other medication your dear mum might be on and, uh, and some herbs do clash with conventional medication. But the herbs that we would mainly think about for addressing a chronic infection, certainly the herb golden seal yep. would be one of the leaders of the pack, but golden seal... Uh, tends to be expensive these days because of its rarity on the American continent. But interestingly, uh, other herbs share the same chemistry. And so there is a herb that has a quaint name known as Oregon Mountain Grape. You know, obviously know that it comes from the U.S. And it has the same alkaloid that Golden Seal has known as berberine. And if you were to Google up ber- berberine, you would find that in modern terminology it would be referred to as an immunostimulant and a mild, broad-spectrum antimicrobial substance. So either golden seal or Oregon mountain grape are usually combined with the other American herb, the herb of the American prairie, which is popularly used all around the world today, and that is the herb echinacea. Now, echinacea comes in various species. Probably the best one, if you can get hold of it, would be echinacea angustifolia which is the one that has pretty well built the major uh, English-speaking world's interpretation of that herb. Golden seal and echinacea usually combined together in a liquid form, then reinforced by the herb clivers, C-L-I-V-E-R-S. Clivers is a very significant herb herb which assists in, in, in lymphatic functioning and works very, very well where there's a chronic infection, some of which may have uh, shown evidence in chronic enlargement of the lymph glands. Those three herbs would be ones that I would think about if a person presented to me and said, hey, I have this chronic infection, I'm being well managed medically, but is there anything that can complement it? I would say those three herbs uh, would be given a try, but again, because of this condition, it should only be done with your medical practitioner's understanding. Yeah, I I probably should have mentioned also that she's 94. If she's 94, I would suggest that you must get your uh, medical practitioner's uh, approval because, again, simply because a thing is a herb doesn't necessarily mean that it will always be well received. And an elderly patient like that um, needs to be treated very cautiously, even dose-wise. So I would caution you against just going and purchasing these things over the counter and say, here, Mum, give them a try. That could be problematical. Well, all the very best with that, Peter, and hope your mother improves. Uh, Let's move on to Newcastle East. And, Christine, your husband's having some problems with scabs. Um, Yes, yes. He's um, used... uh something from Dennis before with the um, uh, the honey and that in it, but his scabs just don't clear up. But not only that, I looked at the saw last night and it's open wound and there's okay. one at the back okay. and um, he's very, sometimes it keeps him awake at night, okay. you know, and the nurse was coming and they were just, they were just wrapping, wrapping his legs up. They would put nothing on it and they said, oh, 
you know, they'll never clear up, and I don't believe that. Mm. He goes through a lot of uh, pain oh, and that, and mm. also to his his legs, his legs leak of, like, discharge. Yes, yes. Uh, Kate, Kate, let me listen, please. He's in the background. Yes, I can tell. Yes, uh, he's going through a terrible time. Oh Christine, you're, you're obviously seeing your, your, your GP. Well, he's seen his GP and all that, and no one seems to uh, know what to do. Ted, okay. I'm talking about your legs. Oh, dear. He's okay. 91. Yeah, I understand, Christine. Look, look again, the, the dear man is, is an elderly man. He pro obviously has a chronic uh, peripheral circulatory problem. These things are ulcers. Have they been diagnosed as ulcers? Hello, Christine. Oh, we seem to have lost Christine. Oh well, okay. I might, I might just, in case Christine is still listening, I think it's important there that she obviously uh, keeps in contact with her doctor because at this stage it would seem that the condition warrants a consideration of antibiotic therapy, and also. Um, because the gentleman is so aged, I'd even suggest a review of, of medication, which his doctor or pharmacist can issue. He has tried the honey ointment, and I'm surprised that that has not done a better job because on uh, ulcers of the legs, it's usually specific for that. But another herb, if Christine is still listening to me, that might be worthwhile uh, using is a preparation based on the herb comfrey which has a reputation of benefit also in addressing slow healing wounds, particularly of the periphery. seems to me uh, this dear man uh, needs more medical attention and uh, any advice that I can give is purely secondary to that which presently I think he needs. This is Health Naturally on 2NURFM. Des has rung in on 49216216 from Wall's End and a problem with prostate, Des. I uh, just want to inquire about it. Thanks. A question. Yeah. Hello, Des. Hi, hey, Dennis. I enjoy your program very much. Thank you, Des. And I uh, was wondering what sort of... Uh, you've got so many different products. What sort of things would you, you take yourself? Because you couldn't take all these products that you mentioned. Definitely not. <laughs> I wouldn't be walking around if I did. <laughs> by, 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 by the way, these products or these things that I mentioned are all herbs actually belong to the creator. <laughs> I, I don't stock them all, by the way. But, but with, 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 the, with the prostate, I'd ask you a couple of questions. You're, ob you're, obviously, yeah. you're obviously concerned about your own prostate. Yes, I've had okay. a brother... Uh, diagnosed and I've got some friends that are going through the okay. drama. Okay. Now your prostate is enlarged? No, mine's fine but I'm wondering what sort of things can you okay. take to keep things at bay? And okay. Well look, no one can guarantee that you can ever keep anything entirely at bay but you might say what sort of uh, herb specifically is out there that has a, reputa yes. that has a reputation a potential benefit in working against prostate enlargement. Um, the main herb, and you can verify this by looking at the net, the main herb that's used in the English-speaking world, again, is a herb derived from the United States, and it's botanically known as sour palmito, or it's commonly known as sour palmito, S-A-W, P 
P-A-L-M-E-T-T-O. Now, um, I'm not giving away any secrets when I say that uh, as an elderly man, I take that herb every day of my life. And yep. um, I think it's doing me good. I might get up once or twice at night to have a pee, but apart from that, um, yep. it's not doing too bad. The stream's okay. Um, and yeah. I, I'm obviously much older than you, I can tell. Um, yep. So I take Saw Palmito. There are numerous brands in the marketplace, and I would think that all of them would be equally useful. Some come with a combination. Um, there's a very good Blackmores product out there that also has uh, nettle root with it. Yeah. Um, but it is representative of a range of high-quality Australian products um, that contain yep. primarily saw palmito. So if yep. I had to say anything uh, simple about the subject, I would say saw palmito is worthwhile working with. And yeah. as, as a preventative agent, it has potential, uh, equally more so in the early stage of enlargement, which, by the way, let me emphasise this for all those males out there who might after this cross their legs, uh, <laughs> the, vast, the vast majority of us will experience some form of prostate distress um, during our lifetime. I think the statistics, don't, don't hold me to it, but I think the statistics are something like by the time we males reach 70 years of age, um, yeah. about 65% of us will have some degree of prostate yeah. enlargement. Interestingly, with the prostate, uh, enlargement doesn't necessarily coincide with, with symptom experience. Um, yeah. so, some males have uh, a very large prostate gland and are asymptomatic. Other males yeah. have a much smaller gland and are, are full of symptoms. I would suggest yeah. in your case, because you're not symptomatic, Give Saw Palmito a try, but again, you might be one of the lucky ones that miss the glorious experience of uh, seeing this problem come on. I hope so. All right, give it a go. Yeah, one other thing. Yep. I was wondering, like, uh, say, for example, um, you say, like, take uh, turmeric. Yes. And in, like, Indian society, they really suffer from diabetes, for example. yes. yes. Prostrate a problem worldwide in is, men of a similar age, or is, is it only two? Look, there there are there are cultural differences, um, and it's it's interesting that from my reading, from my reading, uh, people on the Indian subcontinent uh, tend to experience a different uh, spectrum of diseases than we Westerners, and uh, it's only when. In, Af in, in countries where they move in the direction of the Western lifestyle that we begin yeah. to see some of the Western diseases assert themselves. Yeah. Um, curcumin, which is an extract of turmeric, is, is, a, is a, an amazing substance. I very rarely use that word um, and is highly extolled, highly extolled in the book written by the two Canadian specialists, um, Bellevue and Gingras. They wrote a book foods that fight cancer, and in that book, uh, turmeric, uh, which conveys curcumin, is seen as one of the most remarkable substances for resisting many of the diseases that we experience, things like various forms of cancer, even various forms of, of, of type 2 diabetes, and uh, it, it may explain why people that live on traditional Indian diets don't ex tend to experience some of the things that we affluent Westerners do. Yeah, diet, 
lifestyle related. Yeah, but look, with reference with reference to turmeric, uh, a lot of people think that you have to purchase the expensive curcumin extract, which has been derived from turmeric. Uh, in India, the, the vast majority of curcumin is tied up in their use of the herb turmeric. And you must realise that turmeric, if taken at the right level, can convey the curcumin effect quite adequately. And in the book that I've just mentioned, written by the two Canadians, Food That Fight Cancer, there's a recommendation there that says the taking of, say, five grams of the herb turmeric across the day, with about half of that in the form of black pepper, will give you a very, very useful turmeric benefit. So I say to listeners, as I've said before, if you're a bit cash-strapped, Please don't think that you need to bypass turmeric to get the benefits of curcumin. If you take enough turmeric, even in that simple form, you will get a benefit from it immunologically and perhaps even as an anti-inflammatory. Going to hear from Greg right now. He's rung in from Rutherford. You've got a problem with your knees, Greg. Hello, Greg. Yes. Yeah, what would you like to ask Dennis? Uh, Dennis. Yes, Greg. I've been a, a concreter for 35 years, yep. and uh, the knees are osteoarthritis. Yes. yes. And, uh, you know, I've uh, lapsed into obesity, and I suffer from hypertension. Yes. Is there anything that you have, Dennis, that might help the knees so I can at least, at least walk around the block? What I'm going to do, because you've rung in and uh, we've had a chat together... I'm going to send you free of charge from the program a packet of my product called Glucosaplex. Not glucosamine, Glucosaplex. It's a product that I developed particularly for my own clinical use, and I prescribe it to my patients. Um, It is a very useful product, particularly for uh, osteoarthritis. So I'm going to send that to you free of charge, so you must hang on at the end of our conversation so that the producer can get your name and address. Give that a bit of a try. Usually, if it's going to do you any good, you should note that the glucosaplex will give you some hint of benefit within the month. So I would suggest that you try my glucosaplex, which I'm happily going to send to you. I consider it one of my uh, better products that I've developed over 40 years, and this is attested to by the number of people that come to my rooms or to Vitology shops and pick up Dennis Stewart's Glucosaplex. You hang on and we'll get something to you. Uh, right. And right now let's move to Nell. Hello, Nell, who's rung in from Tukley. Now, you're taking quite a bit of medication, Nell. I am, yes. Yep. Hello, Nell. Hello, Dennis. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Well, not too bad, Good. thank you. I've yeah. actually walked up the street this morning. Well, after there you go. Three months. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, what I'm ringing mm-hmm. about, Dennis, must be the, the, um, the previous caller. Yes. With the knee. Yes. Um, my left knee, I've got the osteo very yes. bad in it, had right. a terrible fall. Right. Ended up nine weeks in hospital oh, with dear. that. Oh, dear. Ended up with cellulitis yes. in that wound. Dear, dear, dear. <laughs> but what I'm ringing about, mm-hmm. I'm also on prednisone yes. for polymyalgia. Yes. I'm on Lyrica because I had a bulging disc yes. earlier in the year. Yes. Um, I'm hearing so much about the turmeric. 
Now, I've asked the chemist this morning when I picked Mm. up medication. Mm. She said I could take turmeric. Look, I I know the two conditions that you're presently taking. Are you on 5 mgs of prednisone for your polymyalgia? No, he's got me down. I'm on the Professor Barnsley. Right. And he's got me down to 3 milligrams after being up to 50. Look, I'll, I'll have to be quick. You're under good management. And the, stand, the management that you're having is standard and very successful if persevered with. I, I would be surprised if curcumin did much for your conditions. Um, curcumin is a, is a product or a concept or a substance you know I use and promote a lot. But knowing the conditions that you're experiencing and the medication you're receiving from your medical managers, I don't think at this stage I'd be reaching for it. On the other hand, what I will be doing for you, and I've got to be quick, you hang on and, I, and give us your name and address, and like the previous listener, I'll be happy to send you a pack of my glucosaplex, which will not clash with what your good doctors are doing for you. It's much more of a nutritional agent. Give that a try for the month for your osteoarthritis. You hang on, and we'll see what we can do for you. But at this stage, I don't think uh, curcumin would be that much use for you. Thank you so much, Dennis. I listen to your program every week. Thank, well, thank you, you so much. Give us your name and address and we'll happily get it in the mail for you. Thank you so much, Dennis. Well, thank know. you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Nell, for ringing in. Stay on the line and Sarah will chat to you in just a moment. And, uh, Dennis, we haven't talked at all about red wine at the moment, so I dare say we'll be saving that up for next week. We might. We might share a bottle. And, of course, we do need to say who the winner is of the draw for our Stiff, Sore and Sorry pack. And I think it's Des Des. from Wall's End. So, Des, you can pick that up from Dennis Stewart's rooms in New Lambton uh, after this afternoon. And well done and lots of good... Uh, good questions coming in today. Thank you, Dennis Stewart. Thank you, Jane. Health Naturally back next Friday afternoon. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.